My dear friend, did you know that most Christians run the risk of uh, shooting themselves in the foot, hurting their own cause, sabotaging their own destinies because of the little-known problem of grieving the Holy Spirit? This is the focus of this episode. Have a listen, learn, and live in victory. It's your friend, Pastor Josh. One Thessalonians chapter five verses nineteen to twenty-two. Do not quench the spirit. Do not treat prophecies with contempt, but test them all. Hold on to what is good. Reject every kind of evil. Firstly, what is it to quench the spirit? To quench is to extinguish or put out a fire. It's the same as suppressing or resisting something that is unwanted. So in this text, the Apostle Paul uses the metaphor of fire to represent the gifts of the Holy Spirit in the believer's life. You see, my dear friends, when you're filled and led by the Holy Spirit, divine fire, that is an invisible spiritual energy, power, and life force is working in and through you. Now, how do we quench that fire? How do we extinguish that energy, that spiritual energy, that life force of the Spirit operating in and through our lives, ministries, or churches? We do so. We put it out when we despise when we despise gifts of the Spirit. In our text, Paul uses, refers specifically to the spiritual gift of prophecy. But the principle applies to all other gifts of the Spirit, besides prophecy, but also tongues, healing, giving, teaching. Uh, the Bible lists uh, around 30 spiritual gifts in the New Testament including encouragement, for example, mercy. Uh, check out also Romans chapter uh, 12 from verse 3 onwards. Besides 1 Corinthians 11 and uh, verses uh, 4 through 11. So my dear friends, we can put out the spirit, the fire of the spirit, by our attitude towards the gifts of the spirit when we suppress them, when we get into a habit of suppressing or resisting the working of the Holy Spirit, then we are extinguishing. We are literally quenching. We are putting out the fire of God in our own lives. And as, our, as a result, our lives become, are become dry. They become cold. We lack that vim. When we relate with other people, when we minister, there is that something that is missing. Our cutting edge is missing. There is a sting missing in our ministry and in our lives because we have fallen into the habit of putting out or resisting or suppressing that is quenching the spirit. May that not be your portion. The next question I want to answer you, you have noticed that I started off by asking the question, what? 
What is it to quench the spirit? And then I've answered the second question. How do we do that? And we've said we quench the fire of the spirit when we despise, when we despise our spiritual gifts. Amen. I pray that that is not your your habit. May that not be your habit. If you want to be an effective, a cutting-edge Christian, mind the habit of extinguishing the fire of the Spirit by despising spiritual gifts. Now, let's answer my third and final question in this study. The question, why? Why do genuine believers end up doing such a terrible thing? Why on earth do good Christians find themselves quenching, putting out, extinguishing the fire of the Holy Spirit. Today we'll have a look at just four reasons. Sometimes it's due to ignorance. People, Christians, God-fearing people can sometimes just put out the fire of God unknowingly. Secondly, another reason is some, some people experience negative they endure some negative experiences to do with the Holy Spirit's uh, gifts. You might have witnessed someone abusing a spiritual gift. Maybe someone faking a spiritual gift. I confess that I've done that. Not faking, <laughs> but I have witnessed people, uh, you know, conjuring up. Uh, people faking spiritual gifts, faking tongues, faking prophecy, faking healings. And, uh, you know, that, that leaves a sour taste in the mouth. It's a terrible thing to witness or even to hear about. And so some people have been so disillusioned by reports, uh, you know, of phony prophecies and tongues and healings and other, you know, gifts. And so uh, anything that refers, that alludes to the spiritual gifts becomes taboo it becomes suspicious so you become suspicious but by so doing you end up even rejecting what is genuine and i pray that that is not your portion may you not suppress may you not despise may you not reject the authentic because you've experienced the inauthentic amen but sometimes it's all because of pride pride you know my dear friends pride can prevent someone from experiencing more of God. Sometimes people feel that certain gifts are beneath them. You might think, I, I will look like a, a charlatan. I will look like, like a, a fanatic if I embrace such and such a gift of the Spirit. That is the language of pride. That is a conceit. That is a arrogance operating in your life when you think like that. And I I plead with you, do not be such a Christian who resists and forfeits these wonderful gifts, the wonderful resources that the Holy Spirit has available for every born-again child of God on account of your own pride. Humble yourself and be receptive to every gift, to everything that the Holy Spirit has to offer. I believe with all my heart, the Holy Spirit is something special for you as much as he's got something special for me. The resources and tools that he wants us to have that will aid us in our worship, that will help us in our ministry, that will help us as we 
engage with our fellow humans. Imagine being able to interact with others and bring something of God, an energy, an influence, some help that is coming from the Holy Spirit because you're open, you're receptive to his operation in and through you. May that be your portion. Okay, can I share with you quickly two other reasons why sometimes good Christians extinguish or quench the fire of the Holy Spirit in their lives. First of all, I've said the first reason is ignorance. We've also seen that a bad experience, previously experienced bad experience, uh, can, can trigger that reaction of resisting the fire of the Holy Spirit. Thirdly, fear. Sometimes it's all down to fear. So we said ignorance, bad experience, pride. Here is a fourth one, fear. Sometimes believers extinguish the fire of the Spirit in their lives just because of fear, fear of the unknown. They're just afraid that maybe they're getting into something that is uh, cultic or occultic for that matter. Sometimes they think, they fear that they might, they might end up receiving from the evil one, from the devil. That's fear. But let me counsel every one of you by the love of God. My dear friends, the Lord Jesus himself says in Luke 11, 13, when you ask God for the Holy Spirit, God is a loving father. He says, you being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more will your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit? He says, you evil fathers, when your child asks for a fish, you don't give it a snake. When your child asks for an egg, you don't give it a scorpion. When your child asks for bread, you don't give it a stone. He says, now you being evil, you know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more will, will your heavenly father give you the right thing? So there is no reason to fear. And I beg you by the mercies of God, don't be afraid. Don't forfeit. Don't miss out. Do not lose out on what God has in store for you simply because you're afraid of the unknown. Trust God to do the right thing by you. Trust God to lead you in the right way. Uh, but uh, finally, sometimes believers extinguish or put out the fire of the Holy Spirit simply because of negligence. I don't know if you know much about fire. You know, the fire that, say, you're having a barbecue and um, you put, you're using wood. Have you noticed that if you do not ensure that the uh, wood if you don't stoke the fire, if you don't ensure that the wood is properly positioned, if you neglect that fire, it goes out. So sometimes we're guilty, not of a, of a uh, vigorous, a deliberate resistance, so to speak, but we can put out by just negligence. We live like spiritual gifts do not exist. We live our lives like the Holy Spirit doesn't matter in our lives. So we, we neglect the operation, the function of the Holy Spirit in our lives, and we end up lacking. I beg you by the mercies of God, do not neglect, do not ignore, do not overlook the Holy Spirit. He was sent to be your helper and my helper. The Bible says we do not even know how to pray as we ought. 
But when the Holy Spirit is praying in and through us, prayer is easier. It's better. I remember very well times I've engaged in seasons of prayer, uh, sometimes with fasting, but all in my own human effort. It has been laborious. It has been tedious. But when I've done it, when I've prayed with the aid of the Holy Spirit, oh, my friends, it's been awesome. So, my dear friends, in conclusion, I want to plead with you, by the mercies of God, not to quench the fire of the Holy Spirit in your life for any reason. I ask you to prayerfully reflect on which gifts of the Spirit you may be quenching, suppressing, resisting, or neglecting in your life. I ask you, by the grace of God, to choose to fan the flames rather than to put out the flames of the Holy Spirit in your life. Will you stir up? Will you stoke the fires, your spiritual fires? Will you do everything in your power to enjoy the presence and the empowerment of the Holy Spirit in your life more than ever before? Will you do that? That is my plea. In Jesus' name, God bless you as you stir up the gifts of the Spirit, as you fend the flames of the Spirit, as you stoke the fire of the Holy Spirit in your life. And you'll be such a blessing. Your ministry, your life, your interactions, even your career, will have a cutting edge. Wherever you function, in the marketplace or in the sacred space, wherever you function, the fire of God, there will be that cutting edge There'll be that vim, that extra sting in your life as you serve God in, in whatever arena, whatever sphere God has led you. Wow, thank you so much, my friend. What a wonderful teaching, what a wonderful time in the Word of God. Thank you so much for gracing this episode with your presence. I trust that this has served you and that it will impact your life positively for the glory of God. Till we meet next time, this is Pastor Josh saying, God bless you.